As always, the GDA podcast is brought to you by Black Atta, advanced digging accessories for every metal detector's needs. Visit them today at www.blackada.com. And we're also brought to you by XP Metal Detectors, maker of the XP Deus, securing the future by digging up the past. Visit them at www.xpmetaldetectors.com. And now let's get on with the show. Did you bring a shovel? Yeah. Take that shovel and put it to some good use. <laughs> you got to go dig those holes. With broken hands and withered souls, emancipated from all you know. Hey, welcome everybody. My name is Lance, and you're listening to the Global Detection Adventures podcast. Thank you for tuning in and downloading from iTunes or from our website or Spreaker. My name's Lance. I'm sitting here in the the XP Deus Black Atta Studios in Schweinfurt, Germany, and right across the planet on the other side is Dave, my co-host. Yeah. Hello, everyone. Dave D, a.k.a. V3I Sweeper here in the GDA Studios of Green Bay, Wisconsin. The home of cheese, brats, beer, and the Packers, baby. Did you actually just say home of brats to the guy living in Germany? <laughs> <laughs> but you guys only eat brats. But you have brats and beer, so you're almost like a cheese head. Oh, don't but, even uh, curse me. Hey, we have a great show for you tonight. We have Siren Kimmy Price here with us today. And, uh, Hello! Talk- <laughs> and there she is. How are you doing today? I am fabulous. How are you? We're doing very well. Kim, um, you're you're outside right now just traveling in some botanical gardens, checking out the great plants and butterflies and things like that. Is that what you're doing right I, now? I am. I, I decided I wanted a little bit of serenity. I was not having the best detecting weekend of my life, so um, I'm, I'm kind of trying to chill a little about that. Yeah, yeah I, I heard about all your endeavors and... Yeah, you know, your troubles of getting all those seventeen, eighteen hundred uh, coins, and we're still up here in Green Bay, just working on clad. So I, <laughs> I shed a tear for you. Up, down there. <laughs> well, when uh, you so, when you hear when you hear what I dug this weekend, um, you're you're not gonna <laughs> you're not gonna be so impressed. Let me tell you what. <laughs> so so Kimmy, you got Siren. Is that how you say it? Siren yes. or Siren? Siren. 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 Kimmy Price. Now, Shakespeare would once say, or did he ever say this? I'm not sure. What is in a name? So I want to know where this name came from. And is Siren your first name? Is Kimmy your first name? Is Price your real last name? What is the story <laughs> on your name? Um, my first name is Kimmy. My last name is Price. Um, Siren Kimmy is a pseudonym that I've had um, for probably a good 15 years now. Um, I used to be the co-owner, co-editor of a music magazine um, called Score Music Magazine. We had a a magazine and a podcast that we used to do. Hmm. And back in those days, all those 15 years ago, (laughs) technology was a little bit different than it is right now. And and we were a little bit more skittish about um, what kind of information we put out into the world and and what kind of information could be gathered about us and and being two females on the Internet in this big, scary landscape um, where, you know, the only women that were really on the Internet back in that time were on the Internet for a reason. Um, (laughs) We we kind of were like, we're going to we're going to play this safe and we're not going to put our real names out 
out there. And so we came up with, um, that tied into the music magazine, um, sirens. I don't know if you know the background of what a siren is, but essentially they have these beautiful voices and they sit on the rocks and they sing and it lures men in on the ships and they crash the ships onto the rocks and (laughs) And they eat them, right? Um, well, there's different schools on it. Some of them say that they um, they love up on them. Depends on if they like them or not. Some say <laughs> it's that they eat them. Some say that it's just that they watch them crash and die. So um, there's a lot of different theories on it. But um, so it just kind of tied into you know the whole singing and the music and and um, so we were dubbed the Score Sirens and I was Siren Kimmy and she was Siren Christy and we had a group of of women right. that wrote for us and they all had the the Siren moniker. Oh, that's really um, cool. So. Well, that's the long so, and short of that one. <laughs> so you're, you know, you're, I guess you were doing rock, rock and roll stuff. Yes. Or, yes okay. So, yes. and now you're into metal detecting and you kind of combine them to both to yes. girls rock metal detecting. Uh, tell me a little about how you got started into metal detecting and, and how did you form this? Um, I don't know if, it, if it's a club or if it's a group. Or if it's just it's a, a, move, uh, it's a movement. It's a movement. There you go. <laughs> it is a That's whole exactly movement. Because women are very scarce in the metal detecting <laughs> yes. uh, hobby um, here. And that's kind of what spurned me. Honestly, um, I had been metal detecting for a while, and I, I, I've always been a big fan of history, and I think that's what has lured many of us into the hobby to begin with. Um, I, I think that they're almost kind of uh, integral, you know, a love of history and, and metal detecting. But um, back in the day, I was, I was doing a lot of um, narration and a lot of video editing and a lot of graphic work and a moderator of groups and, and that kind of stuff. But it was all for other people. And I was kind of in the, in the background and, and, um, I really don't like to be on film to tell you the <laughs> truth. And I had some friends that were just kind of like, you know, why are you, why are you hiding behind the camera for other people? You should be doing this yourself. You know, we, they, you know, felt that I was, uh, worth watching, I suppose. And, and so I kind of, dip my toe in the water a little bit and the response was pretty good. And as I was going through all this, I had realized that, you know, there's not, there, there are little groups and little pockets here and there places for women, but there, there wasn't really a strong voice out there that was, you know, just, you know, women metal detecting, being supportive for women and what we do and a place for us to come and, you know, just kind of congregate together and, and talk about the hobby or, and feel like we're in a safe place that we don't have people just coming over here to check us out. You know, we're, we're sitting here wanting to talk about metal detecting and things that we've found and, and just have a voice, just be a presence and not just a presence kind of sequestered over in the side, because I've seen lots of groups where it's women only and they don't allow men in. I wanted it to be you know, an all-inclusive where we were a part of that whole community and that, you know, we were just as important in the community. So I wanted us to have that voice that's just as loud as the male voice. Yeah. Who do you roll roll with? Or or is it, is it a, just, um, is there other women that are, that like in a certain group or, um, are you friends with, I know, I noticed you have like over 1800 friends Mm-hmm. On the Facebook group, I um, I would you, like to say that I'm friends with all of the women. I would I will detect with any woman. <laughs> you know, um, okay. I don't have a lot. There's I don't have any female friends over here that metal detect. So I wind up going out metal detecting with the guys out here 
But um, what I do is I pretty much open up my videos. If if you're a woman and you're metal detecting and you want to send me clips of what you found, or maybe you don't know how to do videos, but you want to show your stuff in a video and you can give me a little phone clip. Um, so basically my videos and my page are all about supporting all of the women in metal detecting. So I wanted to ask you, Kim, who are some of the women that support Girls Rock Metal Detecting? Oh, gosh. I, um, all of them. <laughs> I haven't come across any, any female detectorist who does not support what I'm doing. Um, I have had, I've included uh, last month, for instance, uh, Jocelyn Elizabeth. She was uh, my, my find of the month because she was coming up with like a million silver coins in, in a week. And uh, this month, uh, my find of the month is going to be Sam Waters because of that amazing gold coin that she decided to find. Yeah, actually, yeah. we're going to be talking um, about her later on as well. <laughs> and, um, you know, just uh, Aggie Hall has supported me. She's, you know, they, she sent me in some clips. Let's see, Mary Schaefer. Um, she actually sent me her book, which is pretty cool. And Roseanne Rainwater, Sonia Harshman, Amy, Amy Dodd. Um, I don't know. There's just so many of them. I can possibly name them all. <laughs> um, everybody has been pretty supportive. And I love that. I love, you know, that I can get them to come and send me these clips and, and send me some videos. And we kind of try I try to make it all inclusive with if you want me to put you in there, just send me the clips and we'll go for it. That's awesome. All right, Kim, we're, we're going to stop you right there. We're going to take a little break here. Uh, I'm Dave D. He's Lance G. And we're talking with Siren Kimmy Price of Girls Rock Metal Detecting. We're going to be right back after the XP News with Gary Blackwell. Hi, this is Gary from XP with the latest news. The big news this week is Roman gold's been found in Norway by a guy called Magnus Maestad. He found it using his XP Deus and it weighs about half a kilo. There's a series of Roman rings all matted together. He described the signal as very similar to a Coca-Cola can, so look out for those big signals, guys. Well, Magnus handed the find into the museum and it's been reported as uh, a very rare find. There's nothing been found like this with a metal detector in Norway before, so congratulations and what a fantastic find. The big news in the UK, well, Adam and Lisa have sent in a story to the XP classroom about their 15th century gold hat jewel. This was probably worn by royalty and it's really, really important. The, the pictures on the XP classroom website are fantastic. You can really get a feel for the workmanship which has gone into this product. So drop into the XP classroom and read the full story. That's www.xp-detectors.co.uk. And also at the top there, you'll see some links and that takes you to a series of XP Deus worldwide videos. So if you've got a good video, why not submit it to the XP classroom along with any interesting stories you have? We'd really like to see them. The XP Summer Rally. Well, we've sold out of tickets now. There's no longer any tickets available. So we're looking forward to seeing everyone in about three weeks time. We're still really busy getting things organized, but we've got some great trade shows. We've got some great entertainment and the fields are looking perfect for detecting. So hopefully this is gonna be the one people are talking about. We're really looking forward to this one. So see you there in uh, a few weeks' time. Right, that's it. That's Gary from XP signing off from the news, and I'm looking forward to hearing the rest of the podcast. XP Deus. Deeper. Faster. Visit them at www.xpmetaldetectors.com.
All right, we're back with the GDA podcast, and we're talking to Siren Kimmy Price hey. of Girls Metal Detecting. Kim, what yes. is going on with you and Steve Ocker? <laughs> what is this? What is you this know, video challenge thing? What's going on? I, with I, it? I am going to have to hang my head in shame. Um, he has thrown down the gauntlet, and he challenged me. Um, to the find of the day challenge, you know, basically the best find of the day. And it has been ungodly hot here. Yesterday it was 107 degree heat index. Ooh. And, um, I went out with a couple of buddies of mine and, um, we tried to do some digging and, and they, they basically had to almost pull me off of the sandy field with the sun beating <laughs> down. Like enough is enough, Kimmy, enough is enough. Um, it's too hot. It's just too hot. Um, they threatened to have me institutionalized, uh, for dragging them out in the first place. And, and I said that I would, I would definitely go if it was an old hospital and, um, they had old grounds and I could hunt. Oh, <laughs> so, sounds beautiful. Um, but my digging did not go so well. I'm, I'm not going to say what I'm, what I found obviously, because that's part of the challenge and, yeah, yeah. and for everybody to watch the video. But, um, I have a feeling that he, unless you all take pity on me, um, he is going to win. Uh, trust me. <laughs> so. He just always seems to, I, I did one about a month and a half ago with him. Uh, I found what I thought was going to be awesome. It was a, uh, medieval box decorative uh, decorative pendant uh, that used to go on the side of a jewelry box as the medieval in the medieval times as they travel from town to town mm -hmm. and uh, then when the video came out he just found this honking huge ring, silver ring wow yeah so uh, no excuse me hat pin it was a big hat pin uh, that's wow. what it was. Yeah, well, he knows to stay away from me because he knows I'll just pull a 67 clad quarter on him. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll just run for the hills. Well, y'all didn't see the grave marker I dug last week. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I dug a nasty old grave marker. That was my, my one of my big major finds. Yeah, you got to love it. Oh, to me, that would have been just fantastic. I mean, there's so uh, much. I mean, yeah, it's story, but it's kind of gruesome in a way but i mean was Not it a modern bad. was it a modern one it may have been as old as the 20s but that's so basically yes fairly modern so i'm guessing an old brass marker um it's not even brass it's an, a nondescript rusty metal broken glass thing <laughs> i think it's like a a temporary marker you know where they yeah, had yeah. they kind of had the little behind the glass they had the name of the person and yeah. their all their information card <laughs> yeah pretty and much little, and you got and, the rivets uh, on the glass that were <laughs> yes and so it was you know so i don't know if when they placed the headstone somebody just kind of chucked it over the fence because of course i wasn't digging in a, in a grave uh, in a cemetery it was um the outskirts on the outside of this chain link fence and uh so they threw it just far enough that um, I was able to find it all these years later, and I'm so thankful that they did. <laughs> yeah. So, so Kim, what are you swinging these days as far as metal detail? Oh, I have I have my trusty duct taped AT Pro at the moment. <laughs> um, I love that machine. I absolutely love it. Um, I have been uh, repeatedly informed that I should get a better machine, a different machine. Um, I, you know, I kind of look at it like as long as I'm digging stuff with my machine, I don't need another one. Um, now that day is, I got to say, um, 
I watched that video you did, Lance, and I'm, I'm, I'm like, wow, that, that, that thing does look pretty tough. <laughs> you know, I was thinking like, I, I don't know, do I need a new machine? No, 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 I'm good with my AT Pro. <laughs> so well, I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm looking at that thing, but I'm, I, I kind of look at it like as long as I'm still finding stuff. Yeah. Uh, I don't think anybody should criticize anybody else's machine. You know, no, as long you as start. You, you start to know your machine, and like Lance mm-hmm. says, it sings to you, and you're, oh, I, it's I don't really it tough to mm-hmm. to go go to another. You know, you, you don't want to yeah. break up with your machine. That's that's tough. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. My beautiful is, day, as she talks like I said, to mine me. is duct taped together right now, um, and it's still doing its thing. And and uh, I I don't see a need right now to get a new one. Uh, like I said, if I stop finding stuff, well, I'm not finding stuff right now. It's because it's 107 degrees and, you know, I got to go travel to go find some stuff. <laughs> it's yeah, I had all that, about the location, 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 you know. I kind of had that same heat issue yesterday. I was out uh, metal detecting on a field. Hopefully the video will be coming out this week. Uh, but I was out metal detecting on a field and I, was, I saw that the heat was going to be extremely high. We were pushing 100 degrees with, I think it was like 85 to 90 percent humidity. So it was just unbelievable. Yeah. And uh, so I went out on the field at 9 o'clock, and I had to leave at 12 o'clock. I could not stay physically mm. any longer. It was just too brutal out there. But Yeah, the that, that was us yesterday. We were just, you know, we're out in the, on this. And here in, in North Carolina, the fields, the plow, they're sand. I mean, they, they really oh, yeah. are. Just So you're, you're in this beating down sun with like you said a hundred percent humidity and and just standing out in the sand and the sun is reflecting off the sand and you just you're you could just stand there and you're dripping you know oh, yeah. and, and and the guys were just like okay you know we really got to call this, this yeah i was i used bad. to be stationed uh somewhere down there and i think it was in fort bragg uh mm-hmm. i was stationed down there and i used to be jumping out of airplanes so i know exactly yeah. the kind of sandy ground you're talking about uh, i would smack into it yeah. Well, that's when you gotta start. You gotta start detecting the shady trees and and in the water. Yeah. You got the AT Pro. You can hit the rivers, right? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. It's just a matter of getting down. I've been I've been thinking about hitting the river over here, so it's it's a matter. But part of the problem too is that I I like to de- I like to detect with other people, and not everybody has uh, waterproof machines. So and not everybody wants to get in the water. They're not, you know, not everybody's a fan of getting in the water, but. Um, so I, I might have to go do it by myself one day, just get my AT Pro out there and go swimming because, um, it, it, like I said, in this heat, uh, I'm just sitting out here in this park and I'm you know, just dying in the park, but I want to be outside. So what are you going to do? Yeah. We're going to talk about wait your... Till, wait till winter. <laughs> I want to talk about your uh, your videos that you got out on YouTube. You're, right now you're hit... I actually was your 334 subscriber. Oh, yay. Thank you. <laughs> um, and we're going to try to get that subscription list going up today. I want to see it 500 by the end of <laughs> after the show airs. I want to see that GDA members, you get Siren, Kimmy, Price, Girls Rock Metal Detecting. Yep. I want that subscription at least up to 500 or I'm going to be so disappointed in all my GDA members. It couldn't hey, be that easier. that would be cool. It couldn't be easier. Anybody that's listening to this right now, just go over to YouTube, unless you're at work and it's all censored and everything. But go home. Go over to YouTube. Just go into the search bar. Type in Girls Rock Metal Detecting. She'll be right there on top. Just click on that subscribe. Let's get the, let's get her above 500 subscribers. And they're great videos. I mean, I'm, I'm watch, I watch them. I watch them all. They're, oh, thank you. they're really entertaining. 
Um, I love the way you incorporate the music into your videos. Um, and I the have rock. to. Yeah, and now, now, do you stick to the more seventies, eighties, nineties? What what type of music do you like to to put into your videos? I I am more a fan towards the seventies and eighties, um, just because that's kind of my era, as it were. Um, yeah. And I'm a little bit of a music snob, uh, in that I feel like that's when some of the best music, even back into you know, obviously into the sixties, you know, the Stones and the Beatles and and. Um, so I, I like the good old-fashioned rock and roll. The newer stuff I'm not as into. Um, not saying that it's not good. I just, you know, I hey, if you have any suggestions of somebody that you think I will like, I'm happy to listen to it and consider it. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, I'm kind of the same way. I'm just like you. I love, I, I'm a country boy. I love my country music. But if I'm going to listen to rock and roll, it's going to be what's literally classified as a rock and roll. It's going to be yeah. all the way from Chuck Berry up to, you know, I can't even think of some of the names offhand. Ramones. Eagles. Ramones, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Chuck Berry to the Ramones. Yeah. Stuff that well, goes I, up into know, the early 80s. I like 80s. anything from, you know, Cheap rock trick. music, talking heads. You know, like I already said, the Stones are like one of my favorites of all time. I'll get into some of the metal stuff, you know, Iron Maiden, obviously, you know, uh, yep. Judas Priest, you know, I love the metal music and even some of the hair bands, you know, but, um, so it's like that to me, it's that, that gutsy rock music. Yeah. It's gotta have, it's gotta have feeling and it's gotta have melody. It's gotta, you know, it's that whole package of music. If it's, if it's screaming and yelling and I can't understand what they're saying, I can't get on board because I'm, you know, me, I'm about words. I love words and I love a story and I love a melody. So if you can give me that, I'm all for it. Yeah. It's gotta be rock and roll music because it's got a backbeat you can't lose it if oh. you want to dance with me <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. if you want to dance with me well, I, 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 I'm, I'm hearing a segment <laughs> hey, you, you also do a, a blog where can we is this a video blog or is this the written blog because you've done um, some stuff for here on GDA um, and there's an mp3 file um, where can we find some of your blogs? Right now, it is a just a written blog. It may branch into other things. I'm thinking about doing different stuff. Um, I'm just like I said, I, within this past year, I've only been around doing this for a year. My, I just celebrated my one-year anniversary, uh, July 4th, uh, with Girls Rock Metal Detecting. So I am, you know, starting to get my feet a little bit deeper into the water. So I might start doing some video stuff and and um, some pod, a little bit of podcasting, you know, here and there, maybe. Uh, but you can find basically everything that I do. All you got to do is type in girlsrockmetaldetecting.com in your browser. That's going to give you a link to my uh, podcast. I'm oh, sorry, not my podcast. See, now I'm doing podcasts already. <laughs> um, it's got a link to my blog. It's got a link to um, some of the videos. It's got a link to the YouTube page. It's got a link to the Facebook. So it, it pretty much covers everything. And I even have a store if anybody wants T-shirts. Knock yourself out. I don't make any money off of them. But you know, <laughs> go by at least spread the word by wearing these clothes. I don't know. So. So. All right. Well, we're going to take a little break. We got to uh, pay some bills here. Yeah. Well, um, we had Lance, the perf- I'm Dave. We're talking to Kimmy Price from Girls Rock Metal Detecting, and uh, we'll be right back. Yep. After these words. Beach, field, forest, basement, mom's attic, wherever. Black88.com has exactly the kind of digging tool you need. Hello, I'm Sean Woods, founder and CEO of SS Codeworks, the creators of Miner's Mark, the only mobile app on the market for gold miners, metal detection enthusiasts, rock hounds, and mineral hunters alike. 
Miner's Mark is a GPS-based tool that you can use in the field whether you have cellular service or not. Use it to mark your GPS location, but not just that, it will save your site with several details. Give it a name, a description, add detailed notes, and even photos. And with the Pro version, even create virtual geofences around areas. Maybe that's a claim, area of interest, or an area you've already been through. However you choose to use Miner's Mark, we think you will agree that this is the tool you're missing from your arsenal. Miner's Mark will be available in the App Store very, very soon. And to stay up to date on the status and future features, please like our page on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Miner's Mark or our website at www.minersmarkapp.com. All right, we're back, and you're listening to the GDA podcast with Lance and Dave, and we're talking to Siren Kimmy Price of Girls Rock Metal Detecting. And uh, uh, Kim, I want to talk a little bit about, I guess it's one of your friends, uh, Donna Funk. She's the president of Deep Search Metal Detecting Club, and they're having a silver anniversary beach hunt. Uh, Are you going to happen to... Happen to swing your coil out there at the beach? Uh, coming I, up? I wish I could. I have other obligations and I cannot make it, but I, I will be there in spirits. Um, well, I if, wish I if could. Any, if anybody wants to get in touch and, and be a part of that dig on September 17th, it's being held at 221 Ocean Avenue in Long Beach, New Jersey. And you can contact Donna Funk. She's the president at area code 973-991. 0754 or you can email donna at moondoggycoffee.com now i know you like that moondoggy coffee because you're a big coffee drinker aren't you i love the moondoggy coffee that's actually (laughs) how i got to know donna funk um she sent me a little care package um and it was filled with all these samples of her coffee and um the metal detecting group christmas ornaments and a coffee a thermal coffee mug which i use faithfully um that that coffee is amazing and she has there's this one particular and i'm gonna screw it up i hope i don't know i think it's burt's hazelnut and it is like double caffeinated what um yeah, <laughs> that is one of my favorites. It's very good. Uh, her coffee is some, some good stuff there. And, but she sent me that care package, and, and ever since then, I've loved Donna. Okay, Donna, if you're listening, I live in Germany. You need to send me what the uh, shipping rates are, especially for that uh, double caffeinated hazelnut stuff. And I'll tell you what, I'll make sure to send you some of our great German coffee. Yeah, along with some beer, right? Yeah. Like, I was going to say, if you're sending stuff out in the mail, um, I, I need some of that beer. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, everybody everybody that comes on the show has an open invitation to come over here to Germany. I have a guest room with two beds. So anybody that's on the show, they are invited to come over. Uh, come stay with me. We'll go hit some of my permissions over here, and uh, we, we'll have a great time. In fact, there's yeah. a okay, bar Tuesday. What are you doing next weekend? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm heading down to a local town. It's it's considered the oldest town in Germany. It's been wow. around over 4,000 years. So there's relics to be had down there. And that's my Very first time. Cool. Yeah, speaking of relics, Kim, you're out there down south, New, Jer- oh, New Jersey, down south, <laughs> North Carolina, South Carolina, Virginia, and you're mm-hmm. hunting these relics with your AT Pro and you come across yes. something. What is the most amazing thing that you've come across so far, dug up? that actually just made your hand shake or just your blood just 
start to so rush. So many. Into- there, there are so many. Um, I, my first Civil War bullet, mm. um, absolutely, because I had been searching and searching and searching for a Civil War bullet here in North Carolina, which you would think would be pretty easy to do. Uh, but in my backyard, there's not a whole lot of them. So I kind of have to travel about an, an hour in uh, either direction to try and get my hands on some. So um, I actually dug my first Civil War bullet up in Virginia with uh, Lee Jackson up on Lee's retreat. And that was an amazing, amazing experience. And that's what really completely hooked me on Civil War relic hunting. But um, I think um, of the relics, there are technically three things that just blew my mind. And uh, the first was a New York militia button that um, I pulled out of the ground and didn't know what it was at first. And as we kind of got it cleaned up a little bit, we we knew that this is probably a button, but it was so dirty. Um, And and I literally was, if I have a video in one of my videos, obviously you can see the film footage. And I literally, I was shaking. I had to hand it to Lee and and Lee took it and he was, you know, gently trying to brush it because I I couldn't hold it in my hand. I was shaking so bad. (laughs) And because the personal items for me are, I love that. And if it's a button, if it's something that they wore um, and then within Within 10 minutes, I think it was, I dug another identical button. And this one, when I popped open the plug, the the button separated because it was one of those, technically it's a three-piece. It's a a dome and there's kind of a ring that that seals the button onto the back of the button. And I, I first pulled out the back, which it looked to me like a flat button. And it had that kind of green coppery gilt look to it. And I was like, wow, I just found a really cool flat button. And I realized the writing was backwards, you know, and I'm like, what's, what's going on with this thing? You know? And then I realized that it was actually the back of the button. And then I looked over in the plug and there, I could see the glint of the, the ring and the inside gilt on this was pristine. I mean, it was just like, Oh my God, you know, oh, I pulled this incredible. thing out and, and you could see right away that it was a New York button and, and just the shape of it and, and the little crest. And that's how we kind of put two and two together that the other very dirty one was also a New York button. Oh wow! And then I, got these home and they cleaned up. I have pictures of them on my Facebook page and they cleaned up like you never, uh, you never would believe they were under the ground. They were just stunning. You know what we and, need um, to do? We need to get you linked up with Laszlo Peter Ellis, who lives down there in South Carolina and see if we can get you guys together. And he takes you out to some of those places where he finds some amazing stuff and get you, get your fix on. I am game. I really am. I am game. Yeah, he, he's definitely the button king. If you got oh. anything, to, oh, really? anything to do with buttons, oh. yeah, he knows. anything to do with <laughs> Civil War. Period. This guy is like the Civil. This guy could sniff a Civil War battlefield out, uh, like like people said on the uh, the TV show. He could find a Civil War relic in a Walmart parking lot. <laughs> well, then I definitely need to hang out with him for sure. <laughs> so but, what, kind of, um, what kind of silver coins do you find down there? Um, that's funny because that is the, um, I said there were three things that I found that made me shake. It was those two buttons and then the, the silver coin, um, and this was in a, a known Civil War area. Um, I pulled out a, um, a seated dime, <laughs> and the thing was, it was drilled. Um, I, put, I pulled it out, it was drilled, so there was a little hole on the top of it, and it was filled with dirt. So at first, to me, it looked almost like it might be a fake coin because it looked like something was chipping off of it. 
But then as I cleaned it, I realized that it was actually a, a drilled seated coin. And I, I lost my mind because I knew that this was something that he had, you know, that a, a soldier probably wore on a string around his neck. It's a, you know, an 1854. It's right in the era. And, um, it's just, <laughs> I have it on a locket. In fact, that I wear, I wear this almost every day. It's in a, in a glass locket. Um, and it's just one of those things that I, I, wow. I opened this, I, I opened the plug and it was there and it looked like it was fake. And then I realized it wasn't fake. And I looked up and I said, Oh my God, I just dug a seat of dime. I just oh. dug a seat of dime and it probably belonged to a civil war soldier, you know? And that right. had me shaken like crazy. That's so. incredible. Yeah, it's one of those things. Um, yeah, that's, yeah, finding stuff like that. Uh, uh, I don't want to give too much away because my video is going to be coming out this week. But I just found the oldest coin that I've ever found yesterday. Um, it was a 1755 uh, local Wurzburg coin. Uh, wow! It's, it's a hand hammered coin, but wow! Um, it's really it's really in bad shape. It's completely encrusted. But I know that exact feeling that you're talking about because even as I pulled it out of the ground and it was completely encased in dirt, I mm -hmm. said uh, directly into the video, I was like, "I think this is the oldest coin that I've ever found." So I'm not yeah. even going to touch this thing. You know, <laughs> I actually today I found something that really made me shake and quiver. It was one of those Pokemon things. I'm, I'm running through the park, and, and I see it on my phone, and I chased the damn thing, but I couldn't catch it. And they had to throw this little stupid ball at him. Kim, are you into Pokemon? Cause I, I have not caved. I have not caved. No. Uh, I, I, don't think, I don't know about that, Kim. Um, you sure about that? I, do, I can show you my phone. The app is not on my phone. Um, I, it is completely fascinating to me because, you know, as, as relic hunters, we're, we're out there all the time and, and we're going to these different places and, and we appreciate the historic landmarks. And, you know, if we see a marker on the side of the road, we stop to read it to see what it says. You know, it's just kind of ingrained in us. And, um, they have, they, they have the little like gyms and pokey stops where you get the ammunition to play the game at these these markers. And so it's kind of pulling people into them. They, you know, they're going down to the Iron Mike um, statue at the Airborne Museum and down to like the Market Square and all these historic places where these people may not have ever gone before had they not been playing the game. And, and that to me is fascinating, you know, to, yeah. that the game is getting people out there to these, these places. Yeah. I know a couple of people that used to never be able to walk around. Uh, they would always be inside their house. And now mm -hmm. with this game, they're spending between six and eight hours with their children outside now. Yeah. Um, the park that I walk at used to be empty. And there are people there all the time now, and they're out there walking. So, you know, you can't really go wrong with that. So no, not at all. I, I can't put it down with that. Nope, you can't. Well, all right, so I'm going to take us into another break. Uh, we got Butch Holcomb coming up right now. Uh, he's got his re first review of the XP Deus, and uh, then we'll be just cutting straight over to uh, Whit Hill with uh, the newest song, This Was a Battlefield. Uh, this is going to be the first time it's played on the show. So we'll talk to you guys in just a second. We all know that it takes time to properly learn to get the most out of a new metal detector. What follows is what a new XP Deus owner can expect after they purchase their unit. 
Later on, we can dive into some special programs and other things that can be customized to your liking. As a matter of fact, we have an article pending in a future issue of American Digger Magazine that guides an intermediate user through custom programs, both how to write their own and also some good ones that are already out there. But for the sake of this, let's just stick to the basics. First thing I noticed about the XP Deus when it was sent to our office was the weight of the shipping box. It was feather light. It was hinting at either a very, very light metal detector or maybe an empty container. No, the container was not empty. What it contained was the two pound Deus detector, which by all accounts I had heard is a powerful featherweight metal detector suitable for almost all types of searching. Second thing I noticed was the lack of wires. I'm old school. Every metal detector I've ever had had wires until this one. Never will a Deus user have to worry about snagging their headphones on a tree limb because of the wire or an electrical short by stress on the search coil wire. For that matter, you don't even have to worry about replacing batteries. Get this, the remote control, search coil, and headphones each contain their own small rechargeable lithium battery, which are recharged without even moving the battery from where it sits. All are 100% self-contained, requiring charging the three main components separate. A three-wire adapter, which honestly is the only one I had ever seen, is also included, which handily charges all three items at once, this assuring that they all receive an equal charge. And if you're like me, you don't have to worry about using or getting confused with three separate chargers. Now, of course, there is a learning curve to using this detector, even with the preset factory settings, but as long as the factory manual is followed, it is painless and quick. After only a couple of hours, I felt comfortable in operating the XP Deus. That's saying a lot for me. Usually I require a lot more of a learning curve. Am I a pro with it yet? No, I've only had it like two, maybe three weeks, but I am learning it a lot quicker than I ever thought I would. Out of the box, the Deus proved a good machine for relics, coins, beaches, and even prospecting which can all be changed with the push of the button to pre-program settings. By simply changing program numbers, it can go from being a very deep relic machine to a super fast recovering machine capable of picking through some of the nastiest iron field home sites for coins and relics without even having to put on a smaller search coil. In test and relatively stable ground, my preferred preset was number nine, basic two. This program gave me substantial depth, clear tones, and I was able to hear bullets and buttons at about a foot deep. I have no doubt that I can go deeper with it, but that was with a, a preset program, which is pretty awesome. Now, it's still important to explore those settings on, in relation to where you are actually using the machine. There are 10 preloaded factory programs and I highly recommend that the user first become familiar with these before trying to write their own program. 
I haven't even looked in the manual yet about how to write my own program because I want to go ahead and master it in the settings that are there because if one of the settings works for you, there's no reason to waste time reinventing the wheel. The back phones, which are headphones worn on the back of the head, I found out, supplied with a detector are a control box of their own, and I was fascinated by this. I was shocked to find out that the remote can be bypassed completely in favor of using the headphones for control. While fine adjustments cannot be made in the phones, you can still toggle through the programs and select one of them all by using the headset, which means even less weight. You can't get any lighter than this detector, I don't believe. Besides extreme lightweight and incredible power, there is yet another bonus for those using this detector. This is cool and all the techno nerds are gonna love this. Upgrades and downloads can be automatically downloaded from the internet directly into the metal detector. That, my friends, is high tech. And yet another important feature on this detector, at least for me, it fits perfectly in a carry-on bag for air travel. Most other detectors seem to be about an inch too long for proper carry-on purposes, well, at least according to the airline specs. But with a deuce in a collapsed state, it is a breeze to put in a carry-on bag. The unit also comes with a five-year warranty, so it's obvious that XP stands behind this detector. Now, for a more complete first impressions review on the XP Deus, be sure to get the November-December issue of American Digger magazine available at www.americandigger.com or from your favorite metal detector dealer. I'm Butch Holcomb, reporting from the USA. Happy hunting, y'all.
Visit XPMetalDetectors.com. They're pushing the future of technology so we can better dig up the past. Let's get back to the show. All right, we're back. This is the Global Detection Adventure Podcast. I'm Dave D. He's Lance G. And we're with Siren K. Hey. Kimmy. Hey, I want to talk me. to you. Yeah, that's you, all right. Kim, I want to talk to you, and I know you're a part of Well, you're going to be a part of this we here at GDA have just reached a milestone of 5,000 members. Yay. We're going to have a giveaway contest right now. And what we're going to do is Kimmy is going to give a cryptic message. And if whoever deciphers the message first will win an amazing prize giveaway. Now, you have to post your answer on the global detection adventure podcast page not the facebook global detection group right am i saying that right lance yeah you're saying that right so right. they need to post it onto the global detection adventures podcast facebook page not on the global detection adventures group all right now what we're going to give away is a six by no, i think it's four by six it's one of those little shooter coils but made by sef Seth Coil. Wow. Also, we're going to give away a GDA patch, an XP Deus shirt, and cap. Yep. All right. Now, Kimmy, are you ready with your cryptic message? I'm ready because I want you to give away some goodies. <laughs> All right. Let's have it. I wish it. I could the goodies. Okay. The cryptic message is death is never as timely as life's events. Now, can you repeat that, please, so everybody can understand it? One more time from the top. From the death top. Is, death is never as timely as life's events. Now, whoever is the first one who, what do you do, encrypt it or recrypt it? What, what do you call that, Lance? Uh, decrypt. Decrypt it will win the prize package. And it now, is it's very up to all 5,000 members. Or plus 5,000 members. I think I got 5,070 or something like that. We'll win the prize package. 
Now let me All put right. it, let me put it to you this way: the person who just read it and the one talking right now don't even know what the answer is. Only, yeah. only I know the answer. And if you would like the answer, well, it'll cost you a few bucks. No. <laughs> I was going to nobody... say I wanted to know because I want people to try to bribe me with wine, but that's beside the point. And Kim, <laughs> you're eligible because you're a member of our group. Lance, you're not eligible because you're just you're that kind of guy. Don't even go there. <laughs> Actually, well, Lance, actually Lance, I think Lance would probably be the first one to get it for some reason. And then I'm going to give a clue every 24 hours if people don't get it. As a matter of fact, you know what? I'm going to give you the first clue right now, okay? It is very rare. I, I can say I probably only know maybe a dozen people who have it, okay? So that is your first clue. All right. Now you guys are all intrigued, aren't you? I look at Lance. Yeah, you you, you, you got me thinking about my it, aren't wheels, you? Yeah. My wheels are turning. <laughs> I, my I, I'm wheels are turning. Over under, somebody will get this over 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 under three days. Really? That'll be my prediction. Some will some will have it because I'll give clues. They'll get easier and easier until you can eventually get it. Because I want somebody to win, obviously. Obviously. All right. So anyway, Kimmy, I wanted to go ahead and give you this opportunity as we come to the end of the show to go ahead and plug whatever it is that you got and uh, anything that you want to talk about whatsoever. So take the time. Oh, wow. Well, um, let's see. I have a new video coming out. Of course, it's going to be the find of the month challenge. Or, I'm sorry, the find of the day challenge um, with Steven. And yeah. that's going to be coming out on September 10th, that weekend, uh, Saturday. So I'll wait. have a link to that on the Facebook page. And uh, I always have stuff up on my YouTube channel. So if you want to go back and check out any of the videos you haven't seen, you can check out Girls Rock Metal Detecting on YouTube. Um, I have a bunch of blogs that you can read over at Blogger. Again, you can get to all that through girlsrockmetaldetecting.com. The blog is actually... I do talk about metal detecting, but I also tend to just talk about whatever kind of comes to mind. And, and I've, I've read some of the things on your, your podcast. So, you know, it's just kind of whatever might strike me. Um, yeah. and I, there's, I have some pros on there. Of course I wrote basically an ode to coffee and there's an ode to wine. And so if you head over there, you might find some fun reading or you might just think it's horrible. I don't know, but go check it out and, and see what you think. Um, and always, you know, leave comments if you like, um, and like, and subscribe as usual, you know, the drill, but, um, yeah, so just head on over to girls rock metal detecting. It's got links to everything and I appreciate all the support that everybody gives me. I really do. And And don't forget that you're a regular here on the global detection adventure podcast with your MP3 blog, your audio blog. You guys are so nice to me because you're just like, well, Talk about whatever you want to talk about. It's kind yeah. of like the the Siren Kimmy Seinfeld. You know, it's a segment <laughs> about nothing, but it says something. I don't know. <laughs> that's a show. That's a show. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. Exa- that's how we run this show anyway. <laughs> But yeah, as always, uh, everybody that's out there, uh, get on over to our Girls Rock Metal Detecting on YouTube and subscribe to her channel. Uh, Let's get her above 500 by the end of this week. Oh, oh, and also my new friend, William Peel, Ninja Digger, um, check out his YouTube page. He's digging over in South Carolina, and he's been in a few of my videos. And um, so he's over there digging up some pretty good stuff, too. So check out his videos.
Yeah, and I do also, I'm going to, I would like to point out too, if you get over on um, any of my, like on my webpage, on, on my Facebook, uh, I do have a couple people that have supported me really heavily from the start. And, um, that is heavy metal detecting and thrills in the dig and, um, Lee's retreat, his civil war miscellaneous relic hunter. So those are three, three people that are, are near and dear to my heart that, um, I wouldn't mind if you had checked them out as well. Oh yeah. With Gary Finn from, uh, heavy metal detecting, he's actually going to be on the show on September 25th, uh, with a comedian, Todd Roy. That's going to be a great show as well. I'm glad that, uh, Gary's going to be coming on. He's kind of like my um, my male counterpart because he does you know the rock music and metal detecting as well. Yeah. So it's not surprising that we became friends. You know. <laughs> He's a yin to your yang. Yeah, but anyway, we're getting to the end of the show now, Kimmy. So uh, we're gonna go ahead and say oh. our dues. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. time ends. That's sad. It's a sad, sad day. <laughs> I hate goodbyes. Well, it's not goodbye, Kim, because you're gonna be on our show. That's true. That's All true. Time, okay. Right? Yeah. And we're going to get you back. We're going to get you back on the show next time you find something really really cool and your hands start to shake oh, and you Come on. Now you know you're completely jinxing me, right? <laughs> <laughs> Why would you say that? <laughs> uh, there's a ton of clad dimes in the ground. <laughs> oh, right? yeah, I know. Tell me all about it. <laughs> Kim, I really appreciate you coming on the show with us. It was Uh-oh. a really great talking to you. Uh, I had fun today. Um, Thank it was a really you. I, up, I did too. Upbeat, upbeat show. We talked about music and metal detecting mm-hmm. and Pokemon, and it was just an incredible, incredible podcast. And I'm glad you were with us. And uh, hopefully, uh, we will we will talk to you in the future. And maybe when we do one of our live shows, we're going to have you as a guest. With a live audience. What do you say about That'd that? Be fantastic. I don't know. You yeah. want to subject your listeners to that? <laughs> <laughs> but that sounds wonderful. Thank you so much for having me on, you guys. It was our pleasure. Absolutely. Oh, and pleasure. hey, don't forget, rock metal detecting. So anyway, that was that was uh, Siren Kimmy, and I uh, couldn't be happier that she was on the show. Kind of want to talk about uh, the XP find of the week. Um, I think, hands down, no contest whatsoever. Uh, we can't talk about anybody else but Sam Waters. Uh, she found the Liberty Head $5 gold coin this week. And um, if you've seen the little short video, I think uh, it was recorded by somebody else. But if you've seen the other video that, that she posted on there, well, it's up on YouTube, right? Um, yeah, yeah. It's on her page on YouTube. But she is so emotionally distraught from this find. It is quite literally the find of a lifetime. It is an extremely rare coin to begin with. And then she happened to find one with a metal detector digging in the ground. And you can see her hand shaking. She starts crying. Uh, she couldn't even talk. She was just so amazed when she does. Yeah, this if this up. doesn't move you, you're... You're basically got one foot in the grave because it, it, it this is like what makes vi- these metal detecting videos and what we're trying to do here. Yeah. It's just so entertaining and amazing. And it's just the feelings that you get when you put your hands in the dirt. And you know what I'm talking about, Lance? Oh, I definitely do. And uh, yeah, I was looking up. Uh, I was just kind of curious because, you know, it's it's been a it's been a. a, a you know, a minute since I've been in the United States. And, um, 
So I was looking up uh, the the worth of that coin. I mean, the minimum price for that coin and the worst condition right now is four hundred and seventy something dollars, and it can go all the way up to sixty thousand dollars for that coin. So I'm really hoping that she's in the upper edge of that. But you know, as metal detectors, we know that the ground is going to scratch up the coins and everything well, else. We're gonna have her on the show. Uh, next, was it in September or October? It's going to be the beginning of October. I think beginning it's going to be October. 16 October. Okay. It's going to be. And I'm sure by then she'll, she's going to have it cleaned and graded and, um, we'll have all the, all the details on what, uh, what the results of the, of the grading was and how much yeah. that coin is going to be worth. Yeah, definitely. Uh, just to let everybody know that, uh, on the, I think it's the 9th of October, uh, we're going to be having a bye week unless my stepfather decides to come on the show with us. Uh, he's going to be flying into uh, to Germany and to visit me in the course of um, October. Boy, I bet you his arms are going to be tired. Ha, ha, ba-dum, boom. Ba-dum, boom. But yeah, he's going to be coming in in October, uh, and so if he's going to be in the mood, uh, he's definitely going to sit down and talk. I just got to get one more cable for the microphone, and we'll get him in here to talk. I, I think, yeah, that'd be great. Maybe he, we could talk, both of us, me and your dad, can talk to, talk you to coming back to the United States. Uh, trust me, I'd be doing that in a heartbeat if I could. Uh, yeah, we just, we just, maybe we just got to, you know, get your wife on board and... Yeah, yeah, that's kids gonna, are all kids are pretty much grown up right now. Yeah. yeah, but they were born in Germany, right? Your kids? Yeah, they were they were born in Germany, but they lived with us in the U.S. military, so they were in Fort Bragg, Italy, and everywhere else. Yeah. Uh, so they've been all over the world with us as well. Yeah, cool. All right, anything else you want to talk about before we close the show? Um, trying to think if there's anything else that's actually going on right now. I think that's about it. Um, you're going to be able to see my video coming out this week. Um, you know, work permitting, I'm starting work. Actually, I got to be at work in five hours. So, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll have a video coming out Wednesday. Uh, I was out filming this morning, filming, videoing this morning. (laughs) And this is a, a second to the, the 10, uh, 10 videos that I'll be doing on the V3i is is the uh, the novice user wants to uh, embark on using the White's V3i, but uh, again, and I'm gonna say in about a week or two, I might be getting a present in the mail from Mr. XP Deus. Yes, that's uh, that's what the little birdie's been whispering in my ear. It looks so like. So if uh, that comes true, then I will we'll see how. I'm going to have to break up with my V3i. I don't know if I can do it. I hate, and then she'll, she'll start to cry. And it's like, yeah. but you know, it's, it's XP dance, man. She's French. You got to go with the French chick, you right? definitely do. And trust me, when she starts whispering in your ear, you're going to be just <laughs> knowing. Well, anyway, Dave, I've had way more than enough of you, so I'm gonna <laughs> go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and hang up on you. No, seriously, I got to get up at three thirty in the morning, and that's only about five hours away. So I got to get some sleep before I go to work tomorrow. All right, Lance. Well, it was a pleasure doing the show with you again with Kimmy Price, and I want to thank Kimmy and uh, all our support cast with uh, 
uh, Gary Blackwell and the XP Dash. I want to thank Dave Sadler and Butch Holcomb and just yeah. everybody who's involved in the GDA, all our members. And we'll see you guys on the next podcast in a couple weeks. Yeah, definitely. And for me, Dave D, the V3I Sweeper, I'm out of here. And that's me, Lance, from the YouTube channel, Detecting Bavaria with Lance and XP Dash. We'll see you guys in two weeks. Until then, see you out on the field. Let's dig it up, y'all. This has been a production of the GDA Podcast Network.